Welcome to the Rebel Soul Podcast. If you're a coach, healer, or creative who has a calling in your soul to turn your unique gifts into a business that lights you, your clients, and your bank account up, you're in the right place. I'm your host, Lauren Ciesco, the queen of spiritual sales, self-sabotage expert, intuitive business coach, and a rebel soul. Each episode is intentionally designed to shift your soul and give your mind proof that it is possible to make money for your soul gifts, build a business without all the rules or hustle, and have fun along the way. Welcome home, Rebel Souls. Hello there, beautiful souls. I am so excited to be here with you today and it has been a journey to record this podcast episode. I'll have to say this has been the most difficult podcast that I've ever recorded for multiple reasons. First, there was just a bunch of technical issues, which I'll get into in a minute, but then also the level of vulnerability and what I'm sharing in this post in this podcast has also been difficult for me. And so this podcast is all about navigating the ups and downs and just like life and business, we have ups and downs. It's part of it, but it's being able to navigate it. That is everything. And when you know how to navigate it and you know how to navigate it in a way where you always win, where you're always in control, then you're going to have your happy ending. And that's exactly what I'm here to say to you. And right now my happy ending is unfolding as I am recording this right now. And it's just a good reminder. And of course, all of this happened to me so that I could be even more of an embodied version and coming from this place of knowing, having just gone through this ups and downs. And I'm just reminded of, you know, we can't control the circumstances outside of us, but we are a hundred percent in control of our awareness and how we are navigating it, how we are dialoguing, what story that we're telling. We're a hundred percent control of our emotions. And when you know how to have the emotional mastery and really in control of all of your awareness and your, and being able to tap into that part of you, that soul consciousness of you, which is source God that is unlimited and work from all of those, then life gets up, end up being really, really amazing. So here's what I want to say. So on Friday I woke up and I had, I just felt like the most aligned I had ever felt like I literally felt like I was floating on cloud nine. I remember waking up and messaging some of my friends being like, that are also coaches being like, oh my gosh, like I just did the best training last night. Like I feel so on fire. My, this tool and my technique, it's, I'm seeing people get transformations right in the, in the moment in front of my eyes. And the night before I had taught for Jess Lively, she's doing a class called Unlimited Aligned Abundance. And she invited me to come and teach how to do bean group beanbag release, which is just releasing the emotional coding. And also I was able to teach my process, which is called the embodiment technique, which is how to really how to change your patterns and your, in the resistance that's in your way from being your truth, right? So this is about breaking through the emotions so that you can be a hundred percent in your power and you can be in your truth. And when you are in that alignment and 
and you are the embodiment of your truth. You're just a magnet and you're able to throw, flow through life and amazing things happen. So I was just feeling so good. And I recorded this podcast, a podcast episode, and it was just like the best thing ever. And then a little bit later in the day, I realized that the file had been blank and that I wasn't able to share the podcast. So at first I was bitter. I was actually straight up pissed. because I was like, oh my gosh, no. Like I remember after recording it, I texted my bestie was like, that was the best podcast I've ever done. And I was really sad. It stung a little bit to realize that I had lost that. So a few hours after that, I realized that, you know what, actually this probably wasn't meant to go out to the world. Like, I'm going to create something that's even better than that. So I woke up this morning and as the universe would have it, I was feeling really bad and not just blah, but like I legit had not felt this out of alignment and it felt like I had the weight of the world on my chest almost. Like I was feeling so overwhelmed by all of my fear and all of my judgment, all of those sneaky little thoughts. Like the big one for me this morning was like, you're a fraud or this isn't working. And it just is so funny because I told myself, I was like, oh, Monday, I'm just gonna, you know, I'll just wake up feeling aligned and I'll like do it again. But of course I woke up and that's not, what the universe had planned. It had given me all of this fear and doubt and really was sitting in so much doubt and imposter syndrome. So I was like, okay, so I had enough awareness in that moment to know that like, okay, this is just like not my norm, right? Like nothing has gone wrong here. I just need to do my work. This is what it's about. So what I did was I just fully gave myself and I didn't force myself to work. I didn't force myself to do anything. I stopped and I fully allowed myself to process all of the feelings. And after all of the feelings were, were gone and I just like sat in them and I'm actually in the next couple of weeks, going to give you guys some more tools. I'm going to teach you my tools for how I actually get out of my emotions. And from there was able to get curious as far as like, Hey, what, what really caused that? And I just realized that there was some like big, big old limiting beliefs hanging out underneath the surface, which it was just so beautiful because I hadn't seen this, the, the thought, I feel like a fraud in a really, really long time. And I thought I had done all the work on that, but I was like, oh wait, you're still there. You sneaky little thing. Right. And so I was, yeah, I just, after fully feeling the feeling I, and basically what I do is I release the emotional coding, right? So what makes a belief or what makes something feel real is that there is a feeling in it, right? So most days, if I were to like the, the thought, I feel like a fraud is not there. If somebody were to call me a fraud, I would just be like, mm, no, I don't believe it. But today, for whatever reason, there was another layer underneath the surface that I had not yet seen. And the universe was bringing this up for me. So I fully felt that so that I, I didn't feel it anymore. And then I went and I looked at my beliefs and I told new stories and I was able to shift out of it. And it's, it's just really fun because that's what I was going to record a podcast anyways, on navigating the ups and downs of being an entrepreneur and 
now I just get to show up to this podcast and be like, wait, I actually woke up this morning feeling so horrible. And I remember that there were a couple of years ago, or probably like, oh yeah, in parts of my adult life where the feeling that I was feeling was like the norm. It was like how I just felt. And for me to be able to like wake up and then a few hours later, not only not feel that anymore, but be in a completely different place and being able to create something that's going to be next level, that is the work. And nothing is ever, nothing is ever stays the same. We're always have the ability to keep on moving and it's in our ability to shift from our old programming or old ways of being, seeing them for what they are, processing so that they aren't real anymore and that you're able to then shift into what is your truth. So really this work and like what I have learned and what is the best tool that we can ever have is learning how to to release emotions. So the things that we once believed about ourselves no longer feel real and no longer have power over us. And when something doesn't have power over us, then it's no longer true. We're able just to keep on taking action. We're able to shift into a whole new way of being. And that's really what it's about. Now there's two different parts of us. There's the mind, which is really just programming and it's makes a meaning of things and it tells stories of who we think we are. But then there's the other part of us, which is just pure consciousness, which is our soul, which is our intuition. And when, and in any moment we have the ability to tap into that knowing, right? That part of us, part of us that just is, that is our truth. That is always our truth. That always feels real. And I really felt this this morning when I woke up where on one end, my mind really wanted to hold on to these old stories and these beliefs. But at the very same time, as I was feeling those feelings, I was also able to shift and hold the knowing that, oh, wait, I am meant to do this work. I am not a fraud. This is my truth. And that is the most amazing skill that we can ever have is being able to hold the duality of who we know we are in our truth while we have a mind that has a whole different story. And when things get really good is when we're able to get our mind and our soul on board and be that person in, in this world. And that's what I call embodiment. And most of the time, and it's just automatic when you automatically are just the person that you know you are and who you're meant to be. And you're showing up in the world as that person, it's the pattern of who you are. That's the best freedom in the world. But in order to become that person, we have to break those pieces of us, those emotional coding, those old beliefs that are not true, that they've never been true and help them and help our body know that there's a whole other way of being. And that's really what I do with, with my embodiment technique. And I have another example of what this really looks like. So, and last week I had another example where I kind of got into, I will say to say a disagreement with my dad and I was talking to my dad and he made some comments about me and his opinions about me and how I live my life and my business. And I just didn't agree with him. And in that moment, I remember getting really heated because I was just, pissed. I was like, I can't believe he's saying this about me. And in the past, I would get very defensive and have to like 
help him see that that's not true. But I decided that, you know what, I was just going to be okay with him thinking these things about me. Now, of course, in the moment, I was a little bit upset, but I would say within five minutes of like walking away, I was able to really shift into this place of like, wait a minute that felt different than any other time I had to have a conversation about this particular topic, because in the past, those things that he was saying to me felt true. And I would get defensive because I also believed those things he was saying about me and I didn't want to admit it to him. So he's basically just like triggering this piece of me that was a reflection to, for me to see that, oh, wait, I really believe those things about me. But this time when he said those things to me, I just got pissed because I was like, wait, that's not true. I can't believe you would say that. And I realized that, wait a minute, I don't actually feel those things about me anymore. The emotions that were once tied to those beliefs were no longer true. And so by the end of the conversation, I was able to walk away with him thinking those things about me. One, because I knew they weren't true. And because if to me, they, they actually didn't bother me as much anymore. I didn't have that emotional coding. I didn't have, they didn't mean it. He could say them to me, but I was like, wait, that's not really how I see myself. And the second layer that I saw later, as I went back and I processed it was that I actually was okay with him thinking those things about me because I realized that I had done so much work around them and around other people that I no longer needed the validation from him to feel okay or to get his approval. And this was a huge thing for me as I was growing up, the way I was raised. And by the way, I love my parents. They are so amazing. I always say that I won the lottery when it comes to families, but we all have our things that we pick up from the people around us because it's part of our evolution. And really how I was raised was that, hey, you have to be good. You have to be well-behaved in order to earn, right? So if I wanted to get something, I would then have to ask my parents and in order for them to say yes, they would be looking at my behavior and looking at the way I was acting. So basically I had to act a certain way or behave a certain way to get their approval in order to earn. So in this moment, in this argument with my dad, as all of this stuff is coming up, I was able to see that not only did I not believe them anymore, but also I was able to walk away from that conversation with him feeling all those ways because it needed the validation. And after that, I just realized there was like literally this almost this burst of freedom where I was like, holy crap, look at how far I've come. Like, not only do I not think those things about me anymore, which I used to think they were true. That's why I used to get triggered because I used to think they were true of me, but now I don't. But I was also okay with him thinking those because I didn't care. I didn't need his approval. And within 10 minutes, I was like, oh, and I have so much love for him. He's He can be upset with me. So I went instantly into this unconditional love because I just get to love him regardless of how he thinks about me. And in the past, I'd be like, oh, well, I'm not going to spend time with my dad or I'm not going to talk about him because I'm mad. But I'm like, nope, I'm not going to shut him off from anything because I'm okay with all of this. And that is the work when we're able to release the emotions that make stories feel real, that have us acting in a certain way that keep us stuck in who we think we are. And when you know how to release the emotion, then you literally become free from these. They don't 
feel real in your body and you're able to show up in a whole different way. And really over the weekend, I've just had this next level of realization of like, oh yeah, this technique that I teach, this is what it does. Like this is the most amazing tool in the whole entire world, because when you are able to free yourself from emotions, from old emotions in the past, then you will always be able to be free for the rest of your life. Because what isn't true, the truth of your soul is the only thing that's real and everything else gets to fade away when you know how to remove the emotion that makes it feel real. And it's, it's just the best feeling in the world, right? So this morning I woke up and all of these things are happening. And to me, there was, I was like, oh wait, this is just my brain reacting. And once again, when we ask for something, the universe is always going to give it to us. And I realized that when I asked, when I told the universe that I wanted to be able to create a next level podcast, that I wanted to create the best podcast ever, that how I was able to show up and do this right here, right now is by doing the work myself and being reminded that this works, that there is a way out there where we don't have to be trapped by the old ways of being and old stories and old beliefs, because it's not true. It's just something that we were programmed by our mind. And this is, this is what I want to share with you guys. Like, this is the work is being able to learn how to navigate, understanding that there's always going to be ups and downs. And that another level of this is understanding that we're always going to be growing, that there's always going to be a next level. Last week at the end of the week, one of the ladies in my embodiment experiment group, who is so amazing, she was saying, she's like, yeah, I feel like, you know, like the healing is never ending that it feels like a, a hamster on a hamster wheel. Like, is it going to always feel like this? And what I want to remind all of you guys is that if you're listening to this podcast, there's something I know about you and that you're on a journey of evolution over a lifetime. Like, you know, there's something in your soul that you're here to do and that there is no other option, but to do that. You're climbing a mountain with no peak. That means you're just going to, once you get to where you think you want to go, there's going to be something else that comes up that you desire. And so we can't keep on looking forward and seeing like that we have so far, we have to be willing to enjoy the ride, being able to enjoy the time. And more importantly, be able to hold the duality of in any moment there, we are always able to tap into our soul consciousness, tap into our truth, tap into intuition, God, and already feel our truth, already feel as if we are already this person right now and be able to create from this place. And when we can know that any moment and practice going in and, and holding that vibration, when the negative things come or when the ups and downs where we can then at the same time, when we, when we feel the negative emotions and when we're being triggered, be able to tap into both and hold the duality. Right. So even though today, when I like, for example, I was really, it felt so painful in my body. I felt, it felt so freaking real, but also it felt very real that I knew that I was exactly what I was supposed to be doing, that I am this person, that it's inevitable. And this is just one tiny little step and that it's going to pass. And so this is what it's about is where our awareness is in every moment, meaning like, okay, I'm here now, now what, right? Like, what am I going to do? How am I going to shift? And that's the most powerful place that we can be. And it really comes down to one thing, which is emotional mastery. 
being able to be aware of our feelings, being able to process our feelings, and then being able to intentionally choose a new feeling that is the truth of our soul. And that just that little process, you being able to do just that, being aware, releasing emotion and, and feeling a new one is everything. You just do that, you learn that, and you will be able to create and navigate anything. And really what I'm realizing, and these are some of the shifts I'm making in my business is that I'm really focusing less on strategy and teaching less on strategy and telling people how to, what to do, but more about going in and learning how to master your emotions. Because the other thing is that you're all of these emotions, all of these programming, it's just hiding what's below and what's below is your truth, is your inner voice, is your is in, inner wisdom. And the more that you release these emotions and these layers that are not you, these truths, these limiting beliefs, then what is there is just the pure guidance that's going to be able to guide you to exactly what you need. So everything that you need is already inside of you. It's just the old programming and the emotions that are on top of it. So that's the first piece that I want to talk about today. And I have the second little piece <clears throat> that also has to do with it, but it's a little bit of a different prop a topic. And I want to talk to you about intentional sobriety. So over the last month, and maybe even a little bit more than that, there has been this knowing inside of me, a deeper level of my knowing, right? The more that I'm able to unprogram who I think I was, I'm able to see my truth and want more and expand into a different version of myself. And about a month ago, I was laying in bed and I was thinking about my journey last year. So last year I sold all of my things and I traveled around and mostly in Mexico and just lived a life where I was no longer limited by my environment and the things that I had. And it was amazing. And so my inner voice, I was laying in bed one night and my inner voice came to me and it's like, wouldn't it be last year you let go of your external, the external environment, like your external things. And it was an external journey. What if this year was a journey of going inwards where you just recommitted to who you really were? And instead of escaping myself, right? And so basically, I cleared the clutter from my life on the external side, but my inner voice was telling me that I had some inner work, right? To clear the things that are getting in my way from being me and really like escaping myself, right? So for instance, like emotional eating, drinking, social media, TV. For me, I like to smoke weed, right? These little things that we do to escape ourselves. And my inner voice was like, well, who would you be without these things? What would, what would there be a deeper layer, right? And really what has expanded this is because I told the universe, like, hey, I'm ready to hold more. Like, I see myself as the next level coach and mentor. I don't want to just be helping, you know, a couple dozen people. I want to be helping thousands of people, if not millions of people, and like really see myself as that millionaire version, even though it's not about the money, it's about the representation of who I would be if I had the money and being able to teach that. And so I am ready to expand to be able to hold more, to be able to hold more emotions, right? And as we 
grow our businesses and we grow as humans, we have to have the emotional capacity to hold more. And how we learn that is by doing and by proving to ourselves that we can handle the emotions, right? So my whole life, I was really, I was comfortably numb. I numbed out. I hated to feel emotions. And so I played very safe. And this is much when I was more of like a growing up and into being a teenager, a little bit into my twenties, it wasn't really until I was in my thirties and in my forties that I was willing to feel the negative emotions so that I could be willing to be uncomfortable and go into the unknown. And that's really what this is about is that we just like to feel safe. We like to feel comfortable. And when we're able to give up the comfortability, we're able to give up the safety, then we're able to expand into holding more and experience more because we're not tied by the things that we know we're able to try something different. And so that's really where I'm at right now, where I intentionally want to do hard things. I intentionally want to expand my ability to hold and to be without the things that make me comfortable. So at the beginning of this month on 8-8, August 8th, I was with my friend, Letitia Ringe you guys might know she was on the podcast and we did some lion portal intention. And I really set the intention that I was ready and we called it intentional sobriety, right? So mostly being sober. And I mean, sober from just being with myself, not distracted by social media, but distracted by food, not distracted by, um, alcohol and weed. And I've talked about this my, my use with like some substances or I don't even call them substances or medicines, like plant medicines, but being able to just be and realize that there's a natural untapped source inside of me. So I decided to give all of this up for 30 days and really specifically no sugar, no drinking, no weed, and then very limited social media. So I could just find out who I am, right? Instead of in those moments, what I would just, what I call it, like escaping myself, like escaping from just fully being there because I want to distract myself so that I can just be. And this is the journey that I've been going on this, this month. And it's been beautiful and it hasn't been a hundred percent perfect, but it's been really eye-opening to when you take out the things or the comforts of who you think you are who you are left with and being able to tap into unlimited pure potential because you're not being constrained by the comforts that are defining you. Now, the other thing that I realized is that when I was, especially with like the sugar in the weed for me sometimes, is that it would have some negative side effects on my body, like make me feel tired or make me feel lethargic, right? And so I realized without having these things in my life, like looking back, it was like every time I would escape myself, there was kind of a negative side effect. And the analogy that I like to make is like, think about a a bucket and in the bucket, there was like a tiny little hole and that hole is you know, leaking water. And in order for it from getting the water all over the place, you're having to put like buckets to like catch the water. And every day you're having to like keep on changing the bucket. So it doesn't overcome and people don't notice. Right. So there's a certain amount of like draining that happens of your energy when you're doing things that are escaping yourself. And I'm just seeing this so clearly now that I have taken them out. Now, of course, 
in the past, I would not have, this would have been very, very, very hard for me. Like not drinking, I mean, not eating the sugar alone would be hard. Not on top of not drinking and not smoking would be extremely hard for me. But because I have been for now years practicing and really building my strength with my ability to feel and slowly building trust with myself. When I finally decided to do this, it was like, just easy. It was like, oh yeah, I can do this because I know I can, because I've proven this to myself because of the ability of my willingness to feel emotions. So I just wanted to share this with, with share this with you and I will continue to share my journey because maybe this you can resonate and maybe you know that there is a part of you that is escaping yourself and that you might be feeling like you're draining your energy or you're draining yourself because you keep on tapping into that comfort part of you that you no longer need or that you no longer know that you know no longer serves you. And this is just really being fueled because of doing this work for so long. I'm able to now really tap into that part of me, that truth of me, my soul consciousness that just knows and I trust it more. And that's more of my dominant vibration. So it, so this weekend I went to a, um, a Adam Stanley gala and they had some really fancy drinks. And so I was like, Oh man, I really wish that I could drink. I really want to drink. And then I decided to have a drink or two. And in the moment I felt totally okay with it. I was like, that's fine. Like this is intentional sobriety. I'm doing it when I'm leaned in and it feels good. But on the backside of making that decision, I wasn't prepared for how I was going to feel. I felt like I had given up on myself. I felt like I had almost sold myself short because I knew deep inside what my potential was. I knew that that actually no longer serves me to like, want to escape myself or to drink for the wrong reasons. Right. Like it, there was a part of me that was just like, wait a second, like this doesn't even feel good. Like you don't even want to be doing that. And that was just so beautiful for me to see afterwards. And I now know for so many years, like I really have secretly felt this way about it, but continue to do the thing that was comfortable rather than doing the hard thing. And that's why I'm just so passionate about this work and specifically about getting this tool, the embodiment technique, which I'm just now really just obsessed with is because that's all you need is your ability to feel your feeling, be able to fully cleanly process it from the mind and then being able to go shift into our truth that part of us that is so powerful that has all the way and then being able to take guidance from that and that's pretty much what I do with my clients is learning how to have this emotional mastery so that you can really create the life you want and be able to navigate your business through the ups and downs because a hundred percent shit is going to happen, but it's how you're showing up and the habit of who you're being that's going to dictate the results at the end. So if you're resonated with this, if you're like, yes, I definitely 
am in my own way. I'm playing small. I'm playing safe. I really want to be better at my emotions. I want to be able to fully show up and feel and, and get to the next level. This is the work I'm doing with my clients. This is, this is the deep work right now. I have a couple of one-on-one spots for my three-month programs, but I'm also playing around with doing one-month Voxer coaching, as well as doing just a one 90-minute intensive, which I will, in those calls, teach you this tool and then give you a week of Voxer to help you implement it, and same with the Voxer support. So if I'm just ready. I'm, I'm ready to take people through this. If you know that this is the next step in your, that's getting in your way is you just not being able to feel your emotions and you just want to feel unstoppable so that you can always know how to get back to the place where you're okay, where you are able to tap into that part of you that knows the next steps. That's what I'm going to help you do. So thank you for tuning in this week. If this was helpful, please share this. Please let other people know. I'm always over on Instagram. Come let me know your thoughts. Come let me know how if you guys have any questions. And I will see you guys next week. Okay, next week, you guys, I've been hinting that I have a big announcement. And next week, it's finally going to happen. So do not mix next week's podcast episode. And until then, come play with me over on Instagram. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.